0: up right now and go to the window, open it,
1: and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take
0: this anymore! I want you to get up! Beep, beep 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 beep, beep beep beep, beep beep beep, beep beep beep, beep beep. Oh yeah, you're correct, that's Morse code. G'day, welcome to another episode everyone. Sit down, would you like a cushion? Open your knees and feel the breeze and let's rip into it. A few fast-fire facts about Morse code. It was invented by the strongly named Samuel Morse uh, back in the eight, late 1800s sometimes. And SOS is a uh, panicked response in Morse code, and it never actually meant anything. It's just three letters that were very easy to do in Morse code. Uh, and then it later became Save Our Souls. Now to introduce a man whose soul definitely needs a bit of saving, Nick, how are you mate? G'day mate, how's it going? Not too shabby, yourself? Yeah, not too bad at all. I was going
1: to say, when I heard you say SOS means nothing, I was saying, I swear it means save our souls, So
0: that was actually added later, was it? Yep, so at the uh, 1908 Morse Code Convention, which they had, I assume everyone just walked around beeping to each other, like maniacs. It'd be tough to network at one of those things, wouldn't it? Beep, 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 beep.
1: Sort yep. of what I was, uh, what I was in, you know, insinuating there. Yep. We should almost do a whole episode of Morse Code, perhaps. I think we would lose the precious <laughs> listeners we actually already have if we're we did that. Just holding on by the skin of our teeth. So how's your week been? It's good, mate. It's been real good. I actually found out another greeting while we're just on the greeting topic. No, um, there's, a, there, there's a There's a known greeting, actually, in the uh, North Canterbury. Is it North Canterbury? Suburb? No, not North Canterbury. West Canterbury? Suburb of Darfield. Oh, yep, Darf. Um, Is called Tolo. Tolo. Yeah, it's how they sort of greet each other out there, and it actually stands for tits out, legs open. <laughs> so for is all that your... what
0: you, is that what you say to your cousins out there?
1: Oh yeah, it's usually like a family thing, but you can sort of extend it to other members of the family. But I just thought that was a bit of a chuckle for this uh for this week while we were on the topic of greetings, since
0: there may be some people out there that are far too young to actually know about Morse code. Absolutely, I would say there would be. Quite we probably it's, are, it's, actually, it's a bit to a be dead, fair. It's a bit of a dead language. Mm. Is Tolo sort of the country version of Yolo? Oh, I'm assuming that's where it stems from. Yes, yeah. Yeah, nice. nice. But all within its own merits. Hey, we're, we're what we're two minutes in, and we're already learning a shitload today. Yeah, there you go. Is that your stunner of the week? No, that the best
1: no, thing no, you've heard? no, not uh, not not my stunner at all. My stunner this week actually is. Just the excitement that's been building in my loins, I've been bubbling away and I've just been getting really fizzed for it. Your I, loins have been bubbling? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, well, you for, need
0: to get checked out, mate.
1: <laughs> for what I really describe as my favourite week of the calendar, it's coming up next week and it's the Addington uh, Cup and Show Week in do, Christchurch. You do love a punt. I do love a punt, but I just love the spectacle of the day. You know, you've got your races, you've got your show on, you've got... People getting dressed up, people getting excited. I feel like it's the real kick off of the holiday period for me, so I'm super fizzed for that. Going along to both race days this year, being ultra greedy,
0: extremely greedy. Yeah. So I've got the uh, a pig in the sty at the AMP show next.
1: Absolutely. So I've got the harness on Tuesday, and then the uh, thoroughbreds on Saturday. So mm. it's going to be a great week, really fizzed up for it. So yeah, this week I've just sort of been head down, bum up, if you will, to use an old uh, old workingman's uh, um, phrase. So yeah, I've been getting really, really ready for that, and um. If anyone needs a few punts, I've got some good tips. <laughs> okay,
0: mm. okay. Oh, nice, mate. I like how it's your it's your stunner of the week, and it hasn't even happened yet. Yeah.
1: It's next week. It's Christmas Eve for me this yeah, week. It's I just been gonna, building. I you know? was going to
0: say, you're sleeping under the Christmas tree this S- year. Saving
1: my money and just getting ready for all the celebrations that are to happen. Although the weather's supposed to not play its part, mm. but as I told, um, told a few close to me, I will be there, sun, hail, shine, whatever. Sun, like, hail,
0: or shine. Yeah. Nice.
1: Or wind, rain, <laughs> snow. Yeah, Anything. Typhoon, yep. Tsunami, Twister. Um, Jeez, it would be loose harness racing if a Twister just ploughed through Addington. It would be you're, great viewing. You were just
0: on the Lindau lawn <laughs> with your plastic flute. I'm not leaving! <laughs> yeah. Go on, 23! Yeah. Oh, nice. What about you, mate? Good week? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, so, just had an epic week as per usual. Went for heaps of swims in the sea. You joined me. Actually, yeah. on the shittest day, unfortunately.
1: It actually made it more rewarding.
0: Yeah, you feel like a bit of a teary tough nuts, don't you, when you're going in and the, the offshore wind's just howling in. And, you know, yeah. even the crab fishes, fishermen aren't even dropping their pots off the pier. It's that bad.
1: You can smell the fresh burley and just the molting woodstock cans on the pavement of Brighton. That's oh, when you mate. know you're up there at the Sparrows Fart.
0: That's the real smell of the ocean, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Went for a few ocean swims, and that was just great, So it was just super invigorating. Great sunrise out there. Yeah, epic, absolutely epic. Do have to get up a bit early, and I was, uh, wasn't was doing my sleep-to-wake ratio very well. Mm-hmm. I'd be a bit greedy and stay up until about midnight and then be up at about five.
1: And do you carry on the day after you've done the swim, or do you go back and shut the lids mid-afternoon?
0: No, nah, normally just um, continue the day on, to be honest, but I just feel absolutely rat-assed by, like, 7 o'clock, it's not a bit, pissed.
1: It's a bit hard when you get into the Baltic freezing ocean to sort of go back and then
0: try and sleep. It's a great wake up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're sharp between the ears. So it really gets the old electrical impulses flowing. Have you had anything bad happen to you this week? What's Mate. Been, what's been shocking?
1: Do you know something that's actually shut me out for a long time? and I experienced it on the way home last night. Something that's always irritated me. Not your reflux. No, no, don't get me started on the bloody <laughs> reflux. Um, it's actually something that's reflux-inducing. Oh. So you're on, you're on the right trail. You're mm-hmm. getting warmer, as they say. Mm. And it's actually something that I've been guilty of doing myself, but nothing shits me more than when you're in the queue at BP late and someone just goes to absolute town on the pie warmer. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'll talk you through it last <clears> night. I finished work. I fancied a sausage roll or just, just something, just a nibble. You I'll,
0: like savouries. I
1: do, but I wasn't even that tempted to actually have something. I was like, I'll just have a browse. And this guy... Just a I, bit of window shopping. Yeah, and this guy yeah. who was in front of me, who's actually been a known... Arch nemesis. Oh, I've had a few run-ins in the past at various pubs around Christchurch. He's a bigger lad. I'm going to say 180 to 190 clucks. And he's just he's just not a nice bloke. He he loves the Warriors so much that he feels the need to have to put down the Rabbitohs, which I love the Warriors. I know this guy. Yeah. I've been with you and we've seen him once. Drinks at the Elmwood. Yeah, yep. that's when not, we saw him. Not to mention anything against that establishment. Great pub. Love it. But... That guy, so he rolls in super pissed as I'm just fueling up the car and literally just clears out the whole pie warmer of everything. And it's like, is that more on the onus of the BP worker to keep it freshly filled? Or is it just, it's, it's the stoner's paradise and the drunk's paradise, isn't it? 11 yeah. till 3am. But should should they have an Aorangi Bakery type approach where they just keep it flowing,
0: keep it topped up, or... I don't think you can replicate Aorangi Bakery's brilliance, oh, for of starters. Of But... Different leagues, but... Absolutely different. But I think they're not not—they're not prepared. Like, you can't just chuck a pie in. You know, I guess you need to heat it up, don't you? Or that, Yeah, they have I to assume, do a full tray. I assume yeah. they're making all the pastry from scratch.
1: I highly for, doubt for it. For
0: every single pie. And they've got, like, a slaughterhouse out the back killing, like, all the freshly um, killed organic cows that have been fed, like, the most beautiful grass in the world. Free-range chicken croquettes. Definitely. Um, I think, well, no one's expecting some, like, pistaz fucking 190kg dude just to come in and just absolutely clean it out. But aren't they? Well, they probably are You know others. what I mean? Like, what sort of day was it? Friday night. Yeah, okay. In that case, have it stocked. Have it at least four deep, I think. Four deep in the warmer would be quite good. If you're having four to five brown bags in your hand, jam-packed, that's far too much. That's far too much. That's far too much. Leave some for the common man, you know? You didn't feel like going down to the uh, bakery by Jelly Park and getting a dollar pie. No,
1: I've never really, I worry that you get a pan. After our chat the other week, I'm worried it's going to be full of panadol instead of cheese for
0: steak and cheese. Well, there's no cheese in it for starters. Yeah. So there was a. We used to go there when I went to Burnside, and there was a big rumour that they were made in the woman's prison yep. and that they used to dribble their pubes in them. Is that Hooker
1: Ave Dairy? Yeah. Yeah, we used to live around the road from it. It's a hood dairy. Yep. They were the last dairy in Christchurch, I think, to sell synthetics.
0: Well, there you go. Yep. And, and dollar pies, as it would be funny enough to say. Has there been a better combo than that? Cinnies and dollar pies. Yeah. A I mean, bit of a K2. Cheap, it's a cheap day. It's, it a is. Cheap, it's a cheap night out, that's for sure. I tell you
1: what, the surrounding people around there would probably feel pretty spoiled <laughs> if you put that to them. Spoiled for choice. Hit me with a shocker.
0: Fireworks. Hate them. There's been some dick who's in this area. I don't know where. You can't pinpoint the house, even if I could. Don't know what I'd do. But they've just been leading off fireworks. Like, I mean, Guy Fawkes is around this time. I think it was a couple of days ago. It used to be such a big
1: day on the calendar as a yeah. kid, and yeah. now it's just blowing past me this year.
0: Yeah, and I don't even remember. I just remember it from the V for Vendetta movie. Is that the dates are never even then? And it was the fifth, the fifth, yeah. yeah. So the, a couple of days ago, but there's been a house in this area that's been leading them off all week, during the day, at night time. It's just like why sell them early? Just fuck off down to the park. Sorry, yeah. excuse my language, but it's so annoying, and like no one needs to, to prepare. Weeks in advance for guy fawkes You're not that. No one's that busy.
1: I'd almost go to the point where I'd say can them all together and just get the display going. And I'd be outraged if I heard myself saying that 15 years ago. I'm the same, but mate. It's it terrifies animals yep. and people do cruel shit, which I just find them to be the lowest of the low. If you do cruel shit to animals with them, even
0: like letter boxes and
1: just stuff. annoying shit, you know. As like, we've said time and time and time again on the show. We're fans of the pranks, but that's just destructive dumb shit. And yeah. like you say, people have young kids, people are tense already. I just think the day, I couldn't agree with you more, actually.
0: And especially in Christchurch post-earthquake, I think people get, like, you can get rattled pretty easily, like, but if a big truck goes past and the windows start shaking. It's like, a bit of an
1: on-edge city at times, isn't it? You definitely,
0: know? and understandably so. And the fireworks, it's just like, the only people enjoying your fireworks are you, yet it affects the, all your neighbours, and yeah, that really gets on my goat but I'm not going to stay on it for too long.
1: And they're kind of shitty fireworks nowadays as well. They're so shit. The pinwheels ones that just like... create. It's like They go had, in the tree and spin, like, yeah. <laughs> and like...
0: Yeah. They just like fly away.
1: I feel like it used to be a lot more when we were younger as well. Listen to us sounding so old as well. Back when, in my day. Yeah, when we were younger, I felt like it used to be a, a lot more of a community thing where like the whole street had come out. Everyone had... I remember fondly as a kid, I guess I think a group of our mates had their birthdays around that time. Shout out, shout out to Scott Double. Um, And we used to always put all our fireworks in like the street as like a community in the cul-de-sac and everyone would go out and you'd light one responsible parent and light it, everyone would stand back at a safe distance because there's a bit of obviously there was the dad Ooh, that was a little bit of the yeah. the Terry you know teary, 10
0: yards yeah, ten exactly. yards get put, back put, hand them out
1: handing out bloody plastic goggles for everyone <laughs> but um and so it was a lot more of like a, a spectacle there rather than just guys just like you know, like you say letting it off every other night I remember during a, the day and shit it's just it's pointless I remember as a kid going to New Brighton and they were still working out the distance and like the things. And I remember these kids bursting into 24 hour deer with their mum and grabbing pump bottles out of the thing and just soaking their faces because the sparks had come down and got them all through their eyes. Oh
0: my God. You're like, like like you said, just going back to the animal thing, I remember I had, well, we used to have this beloved cat called Leo, you've probably met him mm-hmm. before, and he was just awesome. And one guy forks the fireworks were going off and it was going all crazy and it was probably just quite a busy year and the he just went missing. He just ran away, and it was, like, traumatising for my family because we loved this cat so much. And he was gone for about two weeks. Uh, ended up one night where everyone was really upset. I believe my sister fainted on the toilet. But uh, I'm not going to embarrass her too much, but I already have. And we ended up getting a phone call from our neighbour, who lived, like, two houses behind us, saying, ''Have you lost a cat? I think you might be in my garage.'' And he'd run in and run into their garage and they'd shut the door like the next day and he'd been under their car for three weeks, and he, we got him. We got him back and he was like fully just like skin and bone, covered in oil. I think he was just doing a bit of work to the car, yeah. to be honest. Oil change. Yeah, just doing a bit of an oil change, just soaping ha- it up. They Had a waff coming. So, and yeah, it was just like horrible for us and like even like at my old place like with our two cats who were. Um, a bit skittery at the best of times, they get put on full-on house arrest. We get the little ankle monitor bracelets on them when it comes to Guy Fawkes night. So yeah, Guy Fawkes, just be um, be wary of other people when you're doing them. Our hey.
1: parents um actually rented their Airbnb out. Uh, my parents, and I said our parents like we're brothers. My parents <laughs> actually uh, rented out their Airbnb to the neighbours while they were having a bit of like EQC work done a few years ago. And um, they bought their cat over and then they went back to their house and the cat came, was a bit confused, came back to our house in the back cat door, straight up our staircase and into our attic. And my parents sort of had it as a bit of a locked office, well, not like an office sort of area. So it didn't go up there. must have been a jar at the time. Mum had probably gone past and gone up there and shut the door. And then four weeks later... Jan, you us, They came around and they couldn't find the cat anywhere. Mum was up there and opened it. And this cat came out Ooh. so dehydrated <laughs> after a month. And it was alive. And, um, gnarly, eh? I reckon that it must, whether it found, like, moisture in, like, somewhere in the spouting, like, because the attic sort of goes low and sort of damps down, or... But it was alive, and it was just, like... it's always c- went Bear
0: grills and just started drinking its own piss.
1: Yeah, uh, when the sun sets, you've got to drink your own piss. Isn't that
0: the Bear grills rule? I think so. I think he's got it tattered on his chest. Uh, so, yeah, that's cats are just gnarly things, eh?
1: They are. They, they, they go back to their own predator instincts.
0: When we're talking about animals and pets, I was reading, this is from a few years ago... Uh, the, have you heard of the old Thai king?
1: What a sick unit he is. I
0: can't remember. I mean, this is just a Is this the current camp. Thai king? I don't know if he's still in office. Are you in office or in, in palace, maybe?
1: And the emperor, and the throne. Yeah, the
0: king. And he was, he was just like doing all sorts of crazy shit. And he made his dog, Fufu, the air marshal chief. Of yeah. Thailand. That's the current king. That's the current king. Eh? So,
1: so the old king was extremely beloved in Thailand. Yeah, was yeah, united all these people and did a lot, and that's why if you drop. I remember when we first They've went up. have got
0: over, pictures of them in every every restaurant. Is up, the old king, mainly.
1: Even um, at the massage parlours. Yeah. As I was walking past, I saw them through. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I remember we went there on a through school. the bead curtain On a school trip when I was 15. And we had a lady that sort of came in. Obviously, it was going to be quite a cultural shock to a lot of us. And um, a lady came and sort of gave us a bit of a briefing at the conference about things to do in Thailand. What was respectful. And just like a bit of a FYI. And they told us that if you drop any money, don't stand on it. Because if a policeman or someone who's really sort of straight sees you, they will consider it a disrespect to the king and you can actually get put in jail for it. Yep. Um, so the old king was dearly beloved. His young son has just taken over and he is a despicable gets, unit. That's the one, eh? His dog's the chief of the air force. He wears tank tops and he also is covered in tattoos, but they're stick-on tattoos. Yeah, and I've he does, seen,
0: he's real crook operator, right? Eh? Look
1: him up when he's getting off his private jet. in the runway and it's like all the military are saluting him and he's just like mincing about and like these fake tattoos spends most of his time in belgium doesn't even spend his time in thailand and apparently he's really divided the country and there's all this uproar about it because it's a bit like i think a lot of those sort of hierarchies and stuff there's someone that's extremely beloved and then the person coming in can never quite reach that status again quite like quite like how they reckon in the uk when the queen dies they'll just surpass it and give it to someone william because charles isn't doesn't resonate that popular with the british public
0: yeah it's all it's all about being like people pleasers and sort of showing face and things because you are like more of a symbol than a ruler i believe yeah. and there's probably like governments and whatnot in place when when we were in thailand we went to the first full moon party that had been going since like 2 years because the thai the old thai king that you were just talking about had passed away and they just canned all these festivals and yep. everything, just in his respect. And so the one we went to was the first one in two years, and oh boy. it oh was boy. It was, oh yeah,
1: it was hissing. They mourn for 10 days when he dies, and the whole country has to wear just black, and everything lo- shuts. Locked
0: down, eh? It's pretty crazy. But I was thinking if the dog, Air Marshal Fufu, as he's known, you know, Attention! And he's just there just wagging his tail, would his first call to order be putting out the order to all the different drones and all the different military airplanes, if there are many in Thailand, I don't know, drone strikes on all categories They're just taking out the <laughs> arch nemesis Miss Australia. Yeah, imagine just how get
1: rid of them. Imagine how corrupt you could make him if you wanted to push. You know, the big red button that says "Right, we're going to let the nuke off." Just put a couple of schmackos on it. Yeah, and just yeah. get his nose straight on there. Bomb. Yep, he's he's awarded get
0: it. Get yeah, get a special chew to it, or put yeah. the schmackos on the big red button. Yeah, that's you what I mean. Just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Just push your agenda, mate. It sounds like something out of a TV show, doesn't it?
1: It just shows how ridiculous yeah. this guy is. I mean, we're yeah. animal lovers. The 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 opposition who are trying to fight Thailand, if you ever went to war, they
0: just let off fireworks and the little shit would <laughs> spray under under the car at the neighbours. What do you what do you reckon if we're just like it does it sounds like some sort of move some comedic movie plot. What do you reckon a few movies or TV shows, if they were real or if you were living in their universe, what would be the weirdest or crookest ones to live in? Do you get what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. So, there used to be a movie I was um, a big fan of. I'm not sure if you may have seen it. It's sort of an old school movie. It stars t- a young Toby Maguire and Reese Witherspoon. For those of you out there, that's the original Spider-Man. It's called Pleasant... Reese, with- Reese Witherspoon? No, no, no. Oh. no. Cruel Intentions <laughs> is her first sort of... Wow, she's holding in that. Yeah. Um, is called Pleasantville.
0: I haven't seen it.
1: Right, so let me give you a bit of background. Let me just get the picture up. I was going to say, because I might have seen it, I just probably don't know the name. So I'll give you a little bit of a um, background. So it's this brother and sister, and the brother's this very square, introverted, high, they're both high school students, square, introverted um, kid, and the sister's sort of like this racy, cutting edge, putting lipstick on, drinking, going out, having sex. And there's this TV show that the brother, brother's obsessed with called Pleasantville, and it's where everyone's in black and white, and the whole town is just super pleasant. Like... There's no swearing. You love your neighbour. You do everything. So it's just like pretty much everyone's super goody good, like to the point of just
0: perfect life. Don't know anything about Stepford Wives. Don't though. know anything
1: about the outside world. Every street <laughs> in the town goes to the main street. Like they just and the brother and sister are having a fight one night uh, over the TV remote while the parents are out, and they get zapped into Pleasantville. Ah, naturally. And, and so naturally. it's oh, oh, hey, while the show's on, it's obviously about how. The brother's just loving it and it's just his dream. But the sister starts doing all this sort of cutting edge shit from the previous world right. that they'd never seen. So there's a thing called Lover's Lane in Pleasantville where they Ooh. go and they sit in the seats and they don't do anything. The sister just takes guys up there and starts fucking them and it turns <laughs> everyone into colour. So once ah. you have sex, the colour comes out in them. Is this
0: a comedy? Nah.
1: it's good. It's kind of like a wholesome comedy, but sounds I'm just imagining myself going into Pleasantville.
0: You'd be black and white. Your whole life,
1: I'd be coloured. You'd,
0: you'd be on the V stri- the V plates the whole time. I'd mate. be
1: coloured straight away. No, you would. I'd be not. down at the milkshake bar saying, "Have we got some shots? Where's the tab?" Yeah. You yeah. Just imagine. Give the- me a mudslide. Imagine the carnage you could create and that sort of thing just by being us. Imagine the podcast going live in Pleasantville.
0: Oh, mate, it'd bring it'd bring colour to everyone's lives, as I'm sure it does in regular reality.
1: Absolutely, but then again, it's kind of a part of me where. Maybe I could just simple for the, the black and white, the vanilla ice cream, you know, the water flavoured popsicle in me, uh, and I could just set up for the for the chill
0: life. You reckon? No. You'd go into Pleasantville? Um You'd be the mayor of Pleasantville, just implementing all the nil rules, eh? You should
1: see. It's the, actually a good watch.
0: The fun sponge. Man, I'll give it a watch. It sounds cool. Yeah, it's
1: quite it's quite creative. And it sounds
0: like it could be the sequel to Poltergeist. Haven't seen l- that. Where the little girl gets stuck in the TV. Isn't
1: that the ring? Mm, the Ring 2 I
0: Poltergeist as well I don't watch scary movies Too scary
1: Not enough scary movies on Netflix for mine. I hate
0: scary movies I reckon they can all do one to be honest
1: I love them Hot take I know Give us give us a city A city? A town where, where are you going?
0: Oh it's more of a universe Okay For my TV show Right you've gone extraterrestrial have you? Yeah well it's, it's, it's pretty far fetched It's a cartoon So they all are mm-hmm. And I reckon somewhere where I used to actually think it'd be really cool to live in this world But now I just don't, and I know you would love to live there, because you play that stupid game on your phone, the Pokemon universe. Oh, epic. No, hear me out. You've got some kid, comes up to you, backwards hat, you know, crazy eyebrows. Fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves, for whatever reason. Gene Vest. We won't speculate too much with his bloody Professor Gary Oak hanging out with him. And he says, g'day, I've got this bowl here with this little yellow rat in it. Do you want to see it? That's fucked up. It's not a rat. It is. Pikachu's a rat, mate. And they've just got these little animals and balls, and all their bones are getting all crushed around. I don't know how the physics of Pokemon works. And then it's like, right, let's go down to the park, and we'll make these two animals fight. I think the only person that would thrive there would be Michael Vick, to be honest. Because all that whole place is just built around pretty much elaborate cockfights. Yep, yeah, true. You know? But you've got different different terrain. It doesn't, so, doesn't matter if you've got different terrain. It's like, oh, wait, we've got these chickens fighting. But it's all good. They're on the beach.
1: Imagine how sick it would be if instead of going for a stupid, shitty, freezing cold
0: 6am swim, if me and you could... 5.45, okay? Don't take anything away from me. Uh, if we could go on the end of the pier and fight with Gyarados. It's well, starters. Gyarados would smoke
1: us. But it's just... No, it's fight just, each other's Gyarados. You'd be more of a Magikarp-type <laughs> operator, to be fair.
0: Mud? No, yep. muck? Mark, yeah. Come backwards. Yeah. He's crook. But yeah, I think the Pokemon universe wouldn't be all it's cracked up to be. You'd just be like, all right, you've got your pet, you've got Luna, and she's just going to go and fight a giant fire-breathing dragon and just yeah. get fucking tamed. It'd be
1: a bit tough if you, like, went to that universe and you weren't into it. You're out yeah. of options, aren't you? You're not an
0: animal person. Yeah, you're just, just like, I don't really like sports. The whole world revolves around that one sport of animals fighting. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be a bit not weird. Not for you? No, nah, not for me. Got any more?
1: I'm going to stick on the cartoon. Nice. Um,
0: They're the most far fetched, I think, because you don't have to special effects. There's no, like, there's no, the sky's your limit.
1: Yeah. And there's somewhere where I've always sort of been fond of, um, and that's Bedrock. Where the Flintstones oh, are? Oh yeah. I'll give you a couple of reasons would why. Would you have a yabba dabba do time? Yes, I would. And the thing I like about it is, um, the clothes look really comfortable. They do. So it's just like a lot. Men can unashamedly wear long dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a there's the number one sport in Bedrock's actually boxing. So that would really be up my random. Really be up my alley. Um, you're only an hour's drive away. I've done a bit of research about this. You're only an hour's drive away from Bed Vegas.
0: Oh, which nice. Which is actually That's a great set away. Flick with, um, Rock Vegas? Rock Vegas, Rock, Rock Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, haven't John, done that much research, ever. Yeah. yeah. I've done heaps of research. <laughs> I'm just going to butcher the only other place in the show. <laughs> um, and the the
1: number one attractive thing for me is the men are rotund and they have hot wives.
0: Mm. Betty,
1: Wilma, and look at Barney and Fred.
0: are they together. No, not Barney and Fred.
1: <laughs> no, they're neighbours. But they yuck slop red guys are. that eat big things of ribs. Yeah. I like that they're always in bare feet.
0: I like that they have little dinosaurs to do things like like their Siggies. Yeah. Is that way they get a little dinosaur out of the pocket that breathes fire. Yeah, so I just I think I'd have a hell of a time in Bedrock. Hallie Berry's there. Is she? Yep, she was in one of the flicks and she was looking so tidy. The cartoon? No, not in the cartoon. She's in the movie with John Goodman ah
1: right is she i haven't actually seen the movie
0: oh mate she is smoking actually i have i have she is smoking with the little dinosaur in her pocket it's all
1: coming back to me now
0: but how do they keep that weight on if everywhere they go they have to run the little cars around their feet
1: i can imagine there's quite a big piss drinking culture there
0: i'd imagine so when they just literally what do you eat red meat ribs and probably potatoes yeah
1: and they go to the bowling alley
0: Yeah, it's true, and they do boxing. It's not like some real classic rednecks, eh? I love
1: how everything, like, in all cartoons, there's always just, like, the shitty bowling alley. Mm. You know, like, when Homer joins the pin pals, and it's just, like, it's just almost like a hobby for degenerate drunks in cartoons.
0: Just on the Simpsons subject, if that was real, I'm not going to touch on it too much, Homer would just be an alcoholic dad who strangles his kids.
1: Yeah. But apparently they're trying to take a lot of stuff out of The Simpsons in the current, I guess, PC climate. Yeah. Um, who's gone because it's oh. too much of like, do people get that offended by? I mean, let's not beat around the bush. A lot of Indian people own dairies. It's
0: yeah, that's the thing. Like, pe- but nowadays it's not people, negative. But nowadays people will think, well, but it's it's statistic. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and people will probably kick off about us saying it, but it's like, it's it's a fact. And I mean, people from. Kakeha people own dairies, people from Asia own dairies, people from all all places in the world. But a lot of, it's like a profession that a lot of Indian people have found themselves in. And it's not negative no. at all. It's not a stereotype. It's actually maybe quite the opposite. Accent, maybe the accent could get toned down a wee bit with Apu. Yeah. Um, again, bit of a sloppy character, pretty fit wife. Exactly. Manjula is tidy. And he has fathered plenty of kids with Manjula. Yeah. He must be a BTR maybe for all you f- listeners at home. Big time rooter. If maybe the fact that his name's
1: Apo, but I mean, are there people actually crying? Like, why has it gotten? You know, you send a comb through anything and you can find a fence in anything. Yeah. But um, who would you be on The Simpsons?
0: Ah, uh, I think probably Disco Stew.
1: He's a great side character. Ooh, Disco Stew. When he's got the um high top
0: platform shoes with the dead goldfish in them, <laughs> yeah. he's he's hard case. eh? you're probably Disco Stew. Uh, I'll give a wee bit of a think. How about you? Probably Reverend Lovejoy. Reverend Lovejoy? Yeah. Doesn't he live with his mum? He's got that mum.
1: No, that's Skinner.
0: It? Oh Skinner. That's... <laughs> Skinner's such a freak. Say
1: more Skinner. Nah, um I feel like I with could Miss
0: Crabapple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. getting it on, eh?
0: You'd be Reverend Lovejoy.
1: Yeah, I just always like the cut of his jib. He's a bit of a loose reverend, you know, a bit of the cool guy at the youth group, even though we're nothing alike.
0: A bit like Brian Tarmakey.
1: Yeah, very similar. And I think he was a bit of a bit of a wayward character in his youth. It alludes to in an episode how he sort of rode into Springfield as this happy and...
0: We'd be Lenny and, and Carl.
1: Yeah, that's gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're gold, eh?
1: Moe? So I've got one more for you. Hit me. Um, and it's... Obviously... You can have two
0: in a row. It's I'll like go two a, in a row, yeah. yeah it's sure, it's no not. particular order. Just hey, it's the weekend, back. mate. Treat yourself. We can just
1: bounce back and forth. Go for um, it. Well, we're not, actually, because I'm hogging it, aren't I? So, again, I'm, I'm losing my way. Oh,
0: mate. Let your hair down.
1: Um, I've gone Gotham. Mmm.
0: Yeah. For wanting to live there or not wanting to? Wanting to. Crime is just rampant in Gotham.
1: Yeah, but I think I'd be at the top of one of the families. <laughs> of
0: course you do. Yeah, I'd have no, the... you would not.
1: I'd have the, um the nice suit on, I'd be sitting at the table while the Joker was letting out his demands and I'd say, you know, something along the lines of, why are we listening to this fucking whack clown? You know? <laughs> the only thing I don't like about Gotham... Where's your fake nose, mate? The only thing I don't like about Gotham is the weather. The weather's always grey. It's always raining and gl- grim. Yeah. But I do like the cocktail parties. and mate, t-
0: It does look there, it does look like there's a real bougie scene in Gotham. Mate. Yeah. And it seems like uh, B-Man or as he is... Um, when he's at those parties, Bruce Wayne, he is always just, like, the millionaire sort of dude, mm-hmm. and just, like, always, like, real swanky, and there's always these really good dudes, but they always get invaded. They always get they always get run down by some sort of crime syndicate, and they always get shut down, and then Bruce Wayne disappears, and he comes back as Batman and saves the day, of course. But it does look like there's a pretty sick side to it, but you're just putting yourself in as a character there. so I reckon you'd be, like, penguin's little shitty henchman living in the sewers with him when he's running around with his creepy freak show webbed hands have you
1: seen colin farrell being dressed up to play him in the new batman it is unrecognizable as the penguin you should look it up it is crazy how was danny devito a penguin i think so yeah
0: he was epic i
1: feel like every single like anyone who's anyone in hollywood has touched on like either a side cameo or had been in that role i think that i'd probably who would you be if you were going to be one
0: of the villains who's already established I like the Riddler. The Riddler. Jim Carrey? Yeah. It's great. I, in, in the, in the, imagine you in the green morph suit with the question marks. Or like, who's the other guy, the ice guy? Mr. Freeze. Yeah, he's Arnold cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, there was so many puns in that movie. Yeah. Some of them were just like, let's kick some
1: ice. It could virtually be a comedy.
0: Oh, well, they're the Tim Burton ones. So yeah. They're a real crack up and real zany.
1: I'd love to see... Um, the new version of Batman with some of those old villains, how they'd put a spin on it.
0: Halle Berry playing Catwoman. Yeah. She's getting a lot of coverage. Fair enough.
1: She's a big, big fan of the show. She is, actually. Shout and if Halle. we're talking
0: about big fans of the show, just on a wee little tangent, congratulations again to a good friend of ours and massive fan of the show. Gucci Mane is having his second child. Yep. Little boy. Yep. His other son looks like his twin. Of course. They look, they look exa- like the same age. Anyway. He probably
1: had him at about 13. True. Straight in the trap house. He's a wizard young fella himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I reckon if I probably, yeah, like you say, I've got this vision of me wanting to be at the Bruce Wayne cocktail party, dabbling in all the technology, you know, trying out the new gadgets and stuff. And I'd the, probably, crime, the crime boss. I'd probably be there in the Arkham Asylum, to be fair, with Harley Quinn and the Joker. <laughs>
0: You'd be locked up.
1: Apparently that asylum is so nutty that it makes the doctors turn crazy. Like Harley, obviously Harley Boys Quinn. Poison Ivy? Yeah, she a doctor? And so was Harley Quinn. Yeah. And she treated the Joker and then fell in love with him and just turned insane.
0: Mm. I'd probably be Bane, to be honest. Um, similar builds, you know. Just like big staunch sort of... Deep voice. Yeah.
1: About Can't do it. for the people,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Bane's just a big hippie, eh? Um, I had another... I had another couple. I sort of didn't really know what I was going to go for. Um... Did you ever watch Pinky and the Brain? I did. <laughs> I reckon that would be that'd be classic to live in. I reckon because you're just living. I mean, it's your worst nightmare. A couple of rodents trying to run the world, having a go at the Pokemon universe, and now you're trying to <laughs> push the convince pinky. me with the laboratory that these
1: freak mice live in. <laughs> what are your What are your reasonings?
0: I just reckon it'd be gold, man. You've got this little like articulate mouse trying to take over the world, never succeeds. I think everyone would be rooting for him in real life. And he's got his dumb-ass sidekick by his side. I just think it'd be gold. I don't know. I didn't actually have too much See that's to where. You,
1: see, that to me is where, you know, you give yourself a rap with the Pokemon universe and then you really let yourself down with that. With the pinky and the oh, brain. Oh, it just... I can't think of anything worse. Let's go and see these...
0: I mean, is he ever going to take over the world? These mutant mice who, bloody Master Splinter's second-removed cousin who had a bit of a tough upbringing wants to take over the world. But he never succeeds. You know, he never succeeds. So I think it'd be quite comical just like Seeing him have a bit of a go, and he's probably quite cute as well in real life. Would it be the sort
1: of thing that would be, imagine when you're on, I've been in this universe for three years, and And we know he's not going to get it. And this
0: fucking mouth. It'd be like Groundhog Day, eh? And his undiagnosed sidekick, Pinky. Who
1: needs to be in the asylum with me in Gotham, to be fair. Just
0: dicking around like anything. Um, It's an absolute
1: spluttering
0: mess. I think at the moment the scariest TV show to live in is The News. Ooh. Ooh deep okay yeah get that into you i don't mind that at all no nah. you mean we've
1: just just has your flatmate simon Dallow or <laughs> yeah yeah you're literally living in the uh in the station oh as once a crip said i've got way too many blues for any more bad news so there you go they don't even watch tv they don't well i'm sure some of them do
0: it's like apparently uh people that are in the bloods don't try not to say the letter b i uh, try not to say the letter c yeah bull, Balm and belected. Like, cool, karma collected. Who said that? It was a rapper. YG. YG it was. Yeah. It's quite It's quite fun reminiscing on childhood things. Mm-hmm. I think I quite enjoy it. Like, I mean, we wank on about wrestling all the time. Yeah. And it's, I mean... We won't get started. It's gone quite wayward. I mean, okay. we were literally watching wrestling videos before we started recording today.
1: I can almost hear the listeners' eyes rolling <laughs> yeah. and just... The like pho-
0: Undertaker? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and now we're going. And the, and the phone's just getting, uh, you know, podcast paused yeah, right pause, now. pause, pause, We're not going to go on a wrestling tangent.
0: Spotify deleted. Did you used to read Where's Wally? Oh, yeah. Did you like it?
1: Formerly known as oh, Waldo. Reading.
0: Well, no, it was Waldo in the States. Because ah, they right. felt that he would they would identify for the name Waldo over Wally. Okay. And in France, it was Charlie. Really? And in Germany, Walter. Where's,
1: I like Walter. Where's
0: Walter's good? Where's Charlie? Hmm. Sounds that... like someone uh, at 2am in a nightclub <laughs> in the UK trying to uh, sort something out, let's say. So, yeah, I, I still love the Where's Wally book, but I just came across one in Scorpio. Okay. Just came across one. Um, got in a lot of trouble from the staff. Took them a lot of wet wipes to clean that up. But um, did you, you were into them? Do you, what do you think he was hiding from? Oh! What do, you, do you think he, was, he wasn't he was hiding from the reader? Can't be that scared well, of, a, of a six-year-old kid.
1: I think, judging by his outfit, maybe he was hiding from his Burnside Rugby Club initiation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I had he just
1: to. didn't want to drink the pints of sardines in it. <laughs> so he's been on the run ever since. He says, look, I'm here for the footy, but I'm not doing the initiation. That's enough of that. He's not a drinker. No. He's not a drinker. And he's just been on the run since 1987.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: that's when it would I tell you what, that's when the initiations would have been real tough.
0: Oh mate, that would have been horrendous. There would have been a lot of um No social you know, media. Spates and group showers. That's, yeah, that, let's that just been, I think that was the Burnside Ethos back then. I
1: remember there used to be a thing where um there used to be we 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 won't name him because some people may put the link, but um I'd got told a story that this guy used to do a trick called the Flaming Asshole. Oh, and nice. what he'd do is he'd put a whole roll of toilet paper, like a whole scrunched up thing of toilet paper, put one end in his bum and light the other end and he had to scull a jug um, mm. before the uh, the flame got up and burnt his arsehole. And apparently it was just a known thing that they'd see this big streak go straight through the bar and then everyone would be like, who was new to the club or who was a guest or whatever, be like, what the hell's going on there? And he would be like, oh, it's just so-and-so doing the flaming arsehole.
0: People who have tricks like that also do them unprompted yeah. It's like, have you, this is quite a cliche clubroom room, laddish sort of thing. I actually know someone who's done this numerous times, so again, won't name any names, is the 50 cent coins in the foreskin.
1: I knew a guy that could do 30 of them.
0: 30? Old 50 cents? The old the <laughs> no. the old, the old, the old, octagon one? With the endeavour <laughs> on them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. You've just got that imprinted into your bellend. Yeah. 30? Yeah. That is ca- some serious skin elasticity. They used right to call there.
1: him the uh, anteater.
0: Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Great nickname. Great nickname. The old wizard sleeve. Yeah.
1: And the funny thing is, whenever you say, oh, he's, um, you tell the story to a group of girls and you say, oh yeah, we used to call him the anteater. Everyone's like, I don't get it. It's like, well, you need a foreskin to understand it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's just say uh, it looks like a cherry owner a sleeping bag. There's nothing
1: worse than doing that sort of, those sort of antics at a, um, like a group when you were younger, like at a New Year's thing, like, like, let's all try it, let's all try it. And the guy's being a bit hesitant. You're like, come on, so-and-so, get into
0: it. Like, what are you up
1: to? Yeah. And it's just, I'm circumcised. Oh uh,
0: awkward. I had a very tight foreskin with have, a kid. I'd have made a him a,
1: Oh, mate. Not
0: I, myself personally, but, you know.
1: That's that's the the backstory. I had a mate who um said that they were doing a breakup one time for a sporting team, and they got a keg at the party, and they all... um. We're doing keg stands. Mm-hmm. And it was like, right, we're all going to do one. We're all going to do one. And there was a guy, again, in that sort of situation, who was a bit standoffish. And uh, Evan was kind of like, oh, you know what? You know, come on, put a bit of pressure on. Gave it the original, no, 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 I'm not doing one. Obviously, with the peer pressure and the bullying. it's like, right, okay, I'm doing one. And just whips his dacks down. You had to do it nude. Yeah. Just whips his dacks down. And the boy said it was beyond micro. Oh,
0: my. and apparently on him for slopping it out. Apparently,
1: but. it was so bad that the lads have never bought it up since. Oh, you and can't
0: take the piss out of it. It was
1: so small that you couldn't take the piss out of it. Like, they reckon about fingernail.
0: Jesus. Like, it
1: was just surrounded you can't and Can't get many
0: 50 cent coins in there.
1: Shit, no. Shit, You'd no. be lucky to get...
0: The old five cents. Clear eyes the in two there. With yeah. the tuatara on it. There's oh, that mate. Poor lizard's face after that. When it comes out, it's just...
1: Uh, hey, yeah, they they reckon that they were, like, literal... It just looked like a big bush.
0: Oh, my God. Well, you need, you really need to get on top of your trimming if you got that that sort of set up. What do you reckon he's hiding from? The guy with the micropanis? <laughs> uh, probably a lot of things. <laughs> probably didn't play his subs next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon Wally is, and this is something that we've actually experienced this week, I think he's hiding from door knockers. Because that's something, you know, like the, the religious door knockers that come to mm-hmm. your door and, or even people trying to sell your shit. I feel that sorry one, for them. That one I can sort of get down with. It's people just trying to make a buck, like, you know, they, they work on commission or whatever. Uh, that's fair enough, it's your job. But the religious door knockers that come, knock on the door, just try to spark up, like, a normal conversation. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, that's um, that's a really cool bloody painting on the wall or mm. whatever, like, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll just be like, and then you're like, right, like, you sort of just want to say, like, why are you here? What are you mm. trying to push on me? And they've got these little shitty printed out pamphlets about whatever. And then they just try to push it onto you, and you're like, oh, look, like I'm not really interested. And they're like, no, 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 it's free. It's free. And it just really, I mean, oh, this isn't me just saying it does my head in, but like, I think Wally, because I now, when I hear them coming, or when I know that they're in the area, so you can sort of see them, because mm-hmm. they stick out like dog's bulls, you know, They're in their suits on the bikes, or there's like, they always do it, they used to do it down Heward Road, the Jehovah's Witness, where there'd be like quite a good looking girl would come to the door. And then yeah. these two guys would come in after them. It's like, when are you trying to fucking hitchhike somewhere? Oh. And... It's like,
1: what's your agenda, right? It's like, do you really... Are you really out there to... Do you really think you need to have a good-looking girl to sell me this religion? How many Se- people... Sex sales, mate. How many people... or well, no sex before marriage sales? according yeah, exactly. to them. exactly. Exactly. But who, how many people in... Um, like, would they go to that would fully convert and join the church? What's your ratio? Um,
0: that... I don't think it'd be very high. It's just... <clears throat> it's more irritating. It makes you think that it's... It almost puts a bad rap on your religion, but they actually Jehovah's Witnesses have stopped largely doing that, just due to I think the animosity in the world and the how, Jews
1: too, or
0: the what? Sorry, the you Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, I thought you said Jew too. No, Jeho- oh, Jehovah. I thought you said the
1: Jews had stopped going door to door as well. No,
0: Jehovah's Witnesses, yep. and just no, due to the animosity in the world, and um, they stopped doing. It. But their point was every person that they educated about. Jesus or God or their version of their gods um, would make them more likely to get into heaven. Okay. So they would just go around and do well, that. Well, I pretty... Mate, it's... Which is like, fair enough, but just coming to the door when like... And you're busy. Like the yeah. other day when we were trying... I mean, this was a door-to-door salesperson when we were trying to edit that podcast and they just came and just started rabbiting away and you just sort of, sort of want to say, like, look, I'm not buying this.
1: Yeah, save your time. But yeah. you sort of want to... I've done it before as mm. well and what happens... When you're a Jehovah's Witness? No, no. Um, I was selling... UNICEF oh, and okay. what happens is I got this job and they made it the ad in the paper said calling all sports minded people so obviously I applied for it was actually are. quite a vigorous um, like interview process and stuff I think there's like 20 of us applied and they picked four but the good thing about it was they picked four and then they had their annual conference and awards night a week later. So I got a free ticket to Sydney. Monday. Got to go to this epic hotel, this red carpet dinner. And to be fair, I went to this rally as well. And they were handing out million dollar checks and stuff. like. And I was super pumped to get back into it. I was super motivated. But
0: you're a charity and you're... Handing up million-dollar checks and shit.
1: I think it's how much you make yeah, for... Yeah. So, I mean, to make that million-dollar check, you've obviously made tens of millions. Yeah, yeah. So there has to be something like... There's always a dilemma. Some this, incentive, yeah. 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 I knew knew a guy once who was making huge money doing it for the Red Cross, and it was always a bit of a whispers amongst it saying, you know, is it morally wrong? But it's like, if you're making that money for them, they wouldn't have got it in the first place. Anyway, that's another, yeah, that's another story. So I was super fired up for it, and I came back... And I just remember, like, when I was doing the thing, they were sort of training me and being like, yeah, the best time to go is, like, 7.30 when people are home. And you don't, you, three no's. Because
0: everyone's about to have dinner.
1: Yeah, three no's, then a yes. And, like, you you know, they say, oh, I'll let my husband, I'll talk to my husband when I get home. Don't let them talk to the husband. Get the sale on the spot and all that sort of stuff. And I did it for, like, three days. And I was just like. Make any money? Nah. Well, nah, what sure. actually happened is they had this whole thing where you'd go back and you'd ring the bell when you got all these sales. So I had a really good day on my second day because I was obviously super motivated, just going around yarning to people, got these people signed up. Thing is, I was in a pretty low decile area. So yeah. it was like obviously like people that were just like, oh, yeah, sweet, I'll sign up. I'd go back, rung the bell, was real fired up, getting high fives around the office. Next day, get in, it's like, oh, all five of those people have failed credit checks. Yeah. So you don't get it. They
0: all, they all cancel. And you, I feel like you're almost tricking people or pressuring people into doing it. People don't actually, I mean, some people do want to do it, but if people are, super charity, charitable, then they will just seek out their own charities. Yeah. Like every year for my mum, or not every year, but for quite a few years for my mum's birthday, after her and my dad's trip to Vietnam, she just says, rather than buy me a present, just donate it to the Vietnamese cat orphanage. Don't so mind that's, that. So that's the every year's that's birthday That's thing, but that's cool. Every year's birthday present. So that's pretty month. Or maybe Until... donate, it, donate it to Thailand to get the um, king's dog a few more fleets. But... <laughs> So I think that's, if people are charitable, they'll seek out their own charities and you almost feel like you need to sign up in order to get these people to leave, mm-hmm. which is whatever. But I don't know. I think Wally, because I hide from them now. I just don't answer the door. I'm just like, I just can't be fucked with this thing. And if they don't know I'm there, then it's no harm, no foul if I know that they're in the area. So I think Wally is hiding amongst people.
1: One thing I also don't like, just quickly before we move on from that, is how they don't offer their one, one-off donation.
0: Yeah, hey, I've got five bucks cash. If I had five bucks cash or even 10, 20, I don't know, uh, probably not 20, but yeah, <laughs> but that's, in, that's a different moral dilemma. <laughs> that's in a different area maybe, of the wallet. Maybe, for, yeah. Sorry, I've just got about $10, but they're all in 50 cent pieces in my foreskin, so here you go. And yeah, the cash. I mean, there's probably a lot of them if you get in cash that much, just pocket it. Not mm-hmm. to say anything about the people that are doing it, but. Yeah that's annoying you've got to like sign up for six months or a year or something like that.
1: I remember there was one time there was at a, I went into the mall and there was and this is to taking no aim because they do amazing work and I've I really like what they do but there was I think it was like some special Olympics or like wheelchair rugby or something along those lines mm-hmm. and they did the the spiel about like can we have a donation like it takes this this and this and I was like yeah cool I said look I don't want to sign up because I'm actually a little bit tight for money myself but I love what you're doing I respect your sport I love the, the determination stuff I've got 20 bucks here can I give it and they said oh you know we're not really here to collect money today we want it, and just persist with it I said look I've got 20 bucks like you're going to get nothing from buy, me. Go
0: and buy yourself lunch.
1: You're going to get 20 from me, or you're going to get, like, nothing. Like, I'm sorry, this is it's, this is a take a leave it. And
0: they sent me away and
1: didn't take it.
0: It's like, come on, it's surely like, they've got a bucket somewhere. Or surely this
1: gets you closer <clears throat> to your goal.
0: Every, every little, it's the Beggars can't be, not that they're begging, but, you know, the whole saying of beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. It's like, when you give someone something, they should accept it. Um,
1: there'd also, I guarantee there'd be someone, if anyone out there knows about this multi-level marketing or these sort of things... Explain it, but there would be some way around it that, like, you know, you get a five dollar donation from every door. It's not going to be enough in the long term because you know you may feed the animals for that week or whatever. But yeah, so Wally's hiding from the door to door marketers. You reckon?
0: Yep, I think so.
1: Um, I've got another one which may be a little bit controversial. Yep. Um, it may irk a few feathers up, but I think that we, as Wally, is hiding from us. Us too. Trying to get us to promote him, to promote the podcast.
0: Uh, I think we've said, you know,
1: I think he's probably he's probably given it a listen. Doesn't want to share it on the story. You know, we're always wanting free marketing. Yep. He's got a bit of a portfolio. Yeah. And maybe... High it, profile. Yeah. And, I mean, if we as Wally gave it an endorsement, if someone zoomed in on his little figure in the middle of a book and saw that he had a What Up It's Threat t-shirt on, yep. we'd explode. Absolutely. So I think he's probably hiding from us.
0: As he should be, mate. Yeah. As he should be. But did you know that if we found him, let's say... Let's say we had a bit of beef with Wally. Let's Mm -hmm. say we didn't like him very much because he wasn't promoting our podcast, obviously. Not saying that we're going to do this to everyone that doesn't promote our podcast. But some. And we beat him up. Mm -hmm. Let's just say we beat him up and we ended up, unfortunately, taking his life. I think that would be a real issue because the ambulance drivers would not be able to pronounce him dead because they couldn't find his pulse ever.
1: Would it be (laughs) the sort of thing that... Would that be a horrible universe to get thrown into as the Where's Wally universe?
0: I think it would be pretty shocking because he's got his his enemy. You know yep. the, the yellow guy? Yeah. The yellow guy, Oddlaw, which is Waldo backwards. Ah. Yeah, so that's his little nemesis, Oddlaw, with the, with the shades on. Apparently, another one he could be actually hiding from, I'm going for two
1: in a row now while I'm, while I'm feeling fired up. Get it, mate. Is apparently his girlfriend, Wenda, yep. is the one that takes the photos.
0: Ah So, I so think she's
1: a girlfriend of Instagram. She is, and she's also very um controlling, wants to know exactly where he is, and maybe he's just gone out for a few beers when it was published. And Wendy's on his case, they don't have cell phones then, and so she's just mugshotting him. Saying, where where are, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? He's trying to get away from her. Maybe it's like a maybe dark.
0: she's a stalker?
1: Yeah, a dark. ex girlfriend? Dark twist, like we talked about the Rugrats in a few previous episodes. How some of these cartoons may have, depending on how your mind works,
0: may have a bit of a dark past. I so, think so. I think Wally, maybe he's hiding from his demons. Maybe yep. he's got a few things going on. Who maybe. Knows? Maybe it's just a guy with a pencil that wanted to draw all these characters and thought, find him.
1: Hmm. Is
0: there more to it? <laughs> Is there more to it? Well, if there was, I think we've really dissected it. Yeah. Just going back to the charity thing. How'd you go off your April challenge last week? Went really
1: well actually. Really, really well. Um I Did you do the pumpkin pie? I didn't. I must admit that I didn't because I thought I sort of had it thought t- you were biting off a bit more than you could chew with that. That's a great pun, once again, obviously intended. But I figured with pumpkin pie is that it wouldn't really be enough to go around. It's at, a
0: tough one to share.
1: And I also didn't know um, you know, is it going to be put in a fridge? Like, I I feel like pumpkin pie is the sort of thing. I did a bit of research about it. Big Thanksgiving dish in America. Do you need
0: to just... I've only had pumpkin pie once and it was beautiful. But do you need to eat it? Does it keep well? I don't... I don't...
1: but it keep all right? Not too well. I think it sort of needs to come out warm and be eaten. So I don't know. Do they put a lot of these things in fridges and then just distribute them? Do they go straight away? So I went with muffins.
0: I'd say maybe they're just in the staff room. You pumpkin muffins.
1: Yep, pumpkin muffins with um nutmeg and brown sugar. How
0: did they turn out?
1: Really, really well. And I must Because ad- you actually showed me a
0: photo and I accused you of buying. You
1: did. And I i oh, I
0: take your word for it?
1: I put my hand on my heart and I must actually admit that um the other half, Sarah, um, she really she was Kane Williamson of, of the baking. She steadied the ship. Yeah. She directed me. Um she told me what I needed and no, it was it was a team effort, but she did she did the uh, the lion she share, did. but
0: the main point but of it you got involved. It's like when you're a kid and you say to your mum or your dad, "I'll help you cook dinner tonight," and you just stand there doing fuck all, and you yeah. just like chop like one carrot up. But you're there and, and, and you're interested. Yeah, exactly. You you're looking over the shoulder. I mean, someone needs to take charge. It's very hard to share the responsibility of like equally of cooking something or baking something because one person's always going to have more knowledge and they just need to sort of take charge and just yep. be like, okay, you can, did you lick the spoon?
1: I did. And I'm happy to, to be the nicer. cleaner. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm happy to do the grunt work. And you cleaned everything by licking it? <laughs> yeah. Like a cat.
1: Including the... Nah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. yourself. She <laughs> might be listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, it, yeah, they came out really, really well. And the point nice. is
0: they were made and they... They've gone yep. to a good cause. How, how was the soap? The soup was great. Obviously, you know me. Yeah. I make great soups. I get a bit of flack from my brother and brother-in-law for my soups. They've actually posted them. I used to make a lot of soups every Monday. I think you had a few of them. Yeah. What and was that disgusting one you made for me one time?
1: <laughs> Kidney? <laughs> lamb kidneys? Also? No, the lamb heart. Lamb heart. Lamb. That
0: was more of a stew. Okay. We won't get into the um, the differences between like a stew, chowder, broth soup. Bisque. Bisque. Um, ragu. Yeah. Reduction. Anyway. And yeah, I've made a few that didn't look too great. Uh, my brother and brother-in-law have actually posted them on Rate My Plate quite a lot. Good. Uh, to the point where my brother, when we lived together, would go into the fridge especially to get the Tupperware out and take a photo and put it on Rate My Plate. And then my brother-in-law would just comment saying yeah. how shit it looks. Needless to say, they didn't get any soups. <laughs> but, so, <laughs> but this one was good. To be uh, fair, some of the really, ones you... I've probably got people who maybe work around the Salvation Army who I delivered it to who have a bowl in front of them. And they would just say like, well fuck this, I'm not drinking this shit. This guy's been on right my plate and got this sort of response, but the soup went well. It was just like a pumpkin, carrot, bit of onion, few herbs, few spices,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, salt, pepper, creamy, bit of cashew, bit of cashew milk, nice, bit of cashew milk. Um, and yeah, I actually tried it and it was nice. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm going to say that. And yeah, so I, I delivered that leaked through my car a wee bit, but that's all good. <laughs> it's part of the process. All part of the fun. So. Yeah, it's just great to give back to a good cause. This week we've got something that's a bit more um, useless, stupid, and selfish, I think, for the 8-Ball Challenge, and that was, and I just sprung sprung this on you this morning before the show, when I was at the Filipino supermarket.
1: I really don't want to do this. The other
0: day, you know, just doing a bit of browsing, a mm-hmm. bit of shopping, just like you at BP, but they had a bit more stock, especially of this stuff, and <clears throat> I was sort of thinking it'd be cool to get something a bit out there to eat, something a bit crazy, Something a bit nutty, and I approached, asked the guys like, "Look, mate, I'm a bit of a bit of a cracker. Got a bit of a white boy's palate. What's something in here that I could buy that would just really push the boundaries?" And he said, "Look, I've got something here, and I grew up in the Philippines. That I cannot stand. It is just revolting, in my opinion. If people from the Philippines are listening to this and enjoy this dish, more power to you. I mean, everyone's got different taste buds, but for people like us," I think the fully kept, completely dehydrated fish that I've bought, that's been shipped over from the Philippines, I think that should be our challenge. And we'll do it live on the podcast next week or we'll record it on the podcast, eating them. And I reckon these things are like maybe, what? 30 centimetres? 30 centimetres. Dehydrated fish, completely intact, eyes on and everything. Full of bones. You can see the expressions on their face of, oh shit, I'm about to get caught. And I reckon we just had to tank some of them for the podcast. I reckon at least massive bite out of the head. I can smell it through the Ziploc bag. Came over from the Philippines. Don't know what sort of a uh, condition they'll be in. There's going to be a community outbreak once we get these things <laughs> yeah. again. I reckon. So I reckon
1: that. Yep. And It'll be fun. I'm all for it. Right. Let. I'll see you. Up hey, this. you never
0: know. We might like them. We might finish the pack.
1: <laughs> I somehow don't <laughs> see myself ever enjoying them. Make them into some muffins, mate. So. You can count on it. So cool. That's Looks like I'm eating them. A
0: yes. Oh, if I get a no, that'll be the. F- We've never actually had one doing it, the other one not, except for the rubbish thing. Yeah. So we have. <laughs> what does that say? The stars say no. I'm gonna give you a look at that as well. There you go, mate.
1: Okay, cool. So it's just me
0: eating it. Just you eating it. Great. I've got five. So if you uh, do like them, you can get them in a doggy bag. And take them away with them. you. I guarantee you, I'll be dabbling in one, yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah. that'll be that. Sounds good, mate. So I think that wraps us up quite nicely for the week. Yeah, another great uh, another great episode. Of course. And of course, as we say every week, we really appreciate everyone listening. And yeah, hope everyone has an awesome rest of the weekend, or I guess this will be posted on Sunday. So enjoy your Sunday roast yep. if you're getting one. And, and we'll listen, I'll oh, hear from you guys next week sometime.
1: Keep an eye out for our midweek segment off the leash as well because we're going to have some coming up episodes of that. Absolutely. Cheers, everyone. Thanks, guys.